What's going on, guys? Macho Man Maddie Savage back yet again for another Raw recap. We are building strongly towards the WWE Day 1 pay-per-view. A lot got built up and added to the card, actually, from uh, from this episode of Raw. Uh, namely, it's Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, he ran through the gauntlet um, to basically qualify to be entered into the what was a triple threat match and is now a fatal four-way, so spoiler alert. Um, that's kind of the... The emphasis here from this whole entire episode of Raw. So let's dive in. Three hours, 15 minutes of your time. It's really that simple. Show kicks off, as I mentioned, Bobby Lashley. This show was revolved around the Almighty. And honestly, I think it was very well put together by the creative team. Um, so Bobby Lashley and MVP come out to kick off the show, talking about why they attacked everyone last week. So that's Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Big E, if you guys recall from last week's podcast. Um Lashley's essentially inserted himself into the, the, the talks of the WWE Championship, as he should be, in my opinion. Um, and basically, that's what they kind of were bringing across in this opening promo to kick off the show. Uh, talking about how they should be added to the match, uh, which queued up the, the, the entrance of Kevin Owens, who complains about Lashley attacking him from behind. Blah, 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 blah. Out comes Seth Rollins in his swag black and purple suit. Uh, Lashley looked swag in his red suit as well. Don't want to put that past him at all. Um, and then Big E made his way out and talked about how he would take on any of them and he didn't care when it happened. So now that's going to lead to what happens throughout the night because out comes Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville and they say that, you know what, a fatal four-way match does sound great for the day one pay-per-view. But Lashley must defeat Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Big E throughout the night tonight to be able to qualify to be entered into that match. It's really that simple. Um, no particular order on who's going to take on Lashley first. That gets, that's going to, I'll get into that as we're going through the rest of the show. Um, so that was your initial build for the entire episode. So now, you know, Bobby Lashley is most likely going to go through three matches in one night, um, which he does. And um, yeah, he's going to end up qualifying because he deserves to be in that. And he's going to look strong doing so. So, Let's move on to the other happenings of Monday Night Raw. We'll chip in Bobby Lashley's uh, his route to the championship opportunity as we're going through as well. So next up, we get Riddle versus Otis. Um, yeah, so you know what is happening here? This is WWE creative and WWE as a whole proving me wrong. Um, I've been saying it on countless podcasts that I've been loving what I'm seeing from Chad Gable and Otis, the Alpha Academy, as a tag team since they've come over to Raw. They've been putting on quality matches week after week, but I didn't think that they would ever get the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. Um, I also didn't really think they were going to get an opportunity, put it that way. But it looks like that's the new direction that they are heading because Otis, he he dominated Riddle in this match, this one-on-one -on -one match. And basically, it's just to start that conversation The that Alpha Academy should be getting a title opportunity and with the build, the build that just started here on this episode of Raw, with a couple more weeks before the pay-per-view, would not be surprised at all to see the Alpha Academy versus Team RK Bro for those Raw Tag Team titles. Next up, Bianca Belair versus Dewdrop. So this one ended when uh, last week when Dewdrop just walked off and got got herself counted out when it looked like things were going against her. So cue up another rematch here on Raw. The, and I'm not that mad at this one because 
they put on a hell of a performance. Uh, I think this was a better match even than last week. Um, ending comes with Bianca Belair powerbombing Dewdrop off the top rope and hitting a 450 splash for the 1-2-3. Her knee actually looked, it looks like she hits Dewdrop in the face with the knee while she's doing the 450 splash. But nevertheless, Bianca Belair picks up the win. Dewdrop attacks her uh, at the top of the ramp after the match. Seemingly, this ain't over. And uh, I'm not surprised at that as well. But first, let's get rid of the name Dewdrop. Let's go back to her actual name because Dewdrop just ain't working. She got new music too. So going back to Bobby Lashley, his first matchup ends up being against Kevin Owens in his gauntlet. Um, so this was probably the worst of the three matches, in my opinion. It wasn't not much to note aside from the ending here, which saw uh, once Bobby Lashley went to apply the hurt lock, Kevin Owens just tapped out. He didn't even get to fully lock it in. Kevin Owens taps out. Bobby Lashley picks up the win. So it just confuses everyone on, you know, why did Kevin Owens just tap out? And he explained it through, later on in the night to Seth Rollins as a, he didn't want to get put in the hurt lock and injure himself ahead of the day one pay-per-view. So I guess that makes sense. I don't really know. Um, Let's talk about Becky Lynch. Big time Beck. She gets a segment to talk her trash about how she retained the women's championship last week against Liv Morgan. They showed a, a hell of a video putting the, the whole thing into perspective. If you did miss the last couple episodes of Raw, um, really good from WWE. I mean, I've never doubted their ability to put together uh, video promos like they do it's it's usually the the best in the game and this was no different becky lynch talking her smack Liv morgan makes her way out and she she just talks about how she's never going to give up until she gets her dream of becoming the the women's champion so that transitioned into a, a brawl between the two where basically Liv morgan challenged becky lynch to a rematch at the day one pay-per-view they get into it in the ring Becky Lynch ends up putting uh, Liv Morgan's arm in between the steps in the steel post on the outside and injuring her, and that's in quotations. So um, after that, Becky Lynch gets back on the mic and says, if you can even make it to day one, I accept your challenge. So one would expect that that match is going to happen, uh, but Becky Lynch gets the one-up here on Liv Morgan as we continue to build the story that they've been building over the past month. Next up, we get a, a random tag team match put together here. Finn Balor teaming up with the United States champion Damian Priest versus the Dirty Dogs, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. So no build really here. I mean, this is more of a Damian Priest has been kind of, well, since last week, he, he took on Bobby Roode in the United States Open Challenge. And this week, he's teaming up with Finn Balor against the two guys that basically were coming after him last week. Um, so end of this match comes when Austin Theory makes his presence known once again because he's still trying to impress Vince McMahon. Um, he gets up on the apron, which distracts Finn Balor into getting a zigzag from Dolph Ziggler. So the Dirty Dogs actually pick up the win. Surprise here and what I think was an opportunity missed. And I get what they're doing. You know, I mean, they're building towards Damian Priest and probably Dolph Ziggler next to the United States Championship. Um but I think this was a good opportunity that was missed where you could have turned Damian Priest heel if you wanted to. I mean, you've built it with he's got both of these characters now. He can snap on a dime. And I'm surprised he didn't snap at the fact that Finn Balor 
cost him the, the match, essentially. I mean, he, he's picking up the L here because of Finn Balor. But I see what they're doing. It's Austin Theory and Finn Balor. Damian Priest tied up with the Dirty Dogs. That's the story it looks like they're going to tell. And to answer the question, can Austin Theory impress Vince McMahon? Not yet, because there was a backstage segment with Vince once again, and he basically he told him that he's still not impressed. So Austin Theory, he's still got some work to do to uh, to impress the chairman of WWE. Next up, this is terrible. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Queen Zelina. Um, there was talk before the match backstage with Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. about how Nikki A.S.H. is bringing the team down, and she's upset with herself. And Rhea Ripley's talking about how I'm your tag team partner because I saw the fire in your eyes. Good Lord. It was garbage. I mean, I, it, this has to transition into Nikki A.S.H. turning on Rhea Ripley, going full heel, losing her mind, something like that. Or this is just terrible. Um but we get Rhea Ripley versus Queen Zelina, and one would think this was an, this would be an easy matchup, an easy win for a powerhouse like Rhea Ripley. That did not end up being the case. Um, so because Nikki A.S.H. and Carmella got themselves involved in the match, um, it distracted Rhea Ripley into getting a roll-up from Queen Zelina for the 1-2-3. So yes, Queen Zelina picks up the win over Rhea Ripley. Wow. Next up, Bobby Lashley's second match versus Seth Rollins. So here's where Kevin Owens starts to be the, the smarter of the, the three, really. I mean, I don't really want to count Big E in this because he is the babyface. But um, Kevin Owens makes his way out while Seth Rollins is on the outside. He looks at him, and he punches him in the face. And you know what, that ha- what makes that happen? Referee calls to the bell disqualification. So technically, Bobby Lashley loses, right? Seth Rollins picks up the win via DQ. Makes all the sense in the world. Kevin Owens is happier than a pig in shit because he outsmarted everybody. But Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville come out and they say, "Nope, this ain't gonna. This is not how it's gonna happen." Now the remaining two matches that Bobby Lashley has will be no disqualification matches. Um, so the match resumes. Bell rings. Spear from Bobby Lashley onto Seth Rollins. One, two, three. That man is moving on to your main event, and I'll get into that in just a second. So we had another uh, episode of Miz TV. This one was hosted by Maurice, who made her return after not being on Raw last week. And really, her her guest here was The Miz, talking up more of the match with Edge at the day one pay-per-view. The Miz even joked about how Edge is a Hall of Famer and how The Miz should be the first inductee into the 2022 Hall of Fame class for WWE. Um, This ended up leading to Edge making his way out. And when things started to go down, uh, yeah, things went down. So the Miz and Maurice threw a glass of champagne into Edge's face, which turned into a brawl between the two. And once Edge was about to go to spear the Miz, he put Maurice as a human shield, put her in harm's way. Edge actually stops in his tracks and gets hit with a skull-crushing finale um, to kind of end that that particular segment before Maurice, basically, she's pissed that Miz put her in harm's way. She slaps the shit out of Miz and walks off, pissed off, and that's the end of your Miz TV. So, are we splitting up Miz and Maurice on TV? I doubt it, um, but this is just more build towards their match at day one pay-per-view, which I am looking forward to for sure. 
Now let's talk about your main event. As I mentioned, Bobby Lashley has made it all the way. He has made it through Kevin Owens. He's made it through Seth Rollins. And damn it, I gave you all a spoiler alert at the beginning. He's going to make it through Big E. But how did he get there? This is a no disqualification match. There were tables. There were chairs. There was Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins that tried to come out and uh, attack Bobby Lashley and weaken him so that Big E could pick up the win. That turned into Bobby Lashley trying to take out Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, also with the help of Big E, uh, because Big E didn't want to do it that way. But it ended up leading to Bobby Lashley hitting a spear for the 1-2-3. The Almighty has been added to the match at WWE Day 1, and it is now going to be a fatal four-way. So the odds are stacked up against Big E here. Um, In what started as just Big E versus Seth Rollins has now transitioned into The odds are totally against the WWE champion to retain at day one. Um, At this point, I I wouldn't be surprised to see him retain. But if you want to take the title off him, this is the perfect type of match to do it. I mean, they talk about it on commentary all the time. It's a fatal four-way match now. Even when it was a triple threat match, the champion does not have to get pinned to lose the championship. So... More, a couple more weeks still to build up. Now we've got a fatal four way. I doubt it becomes a fatal five way. I don't think there's anybody else that could be really be added to this match, but there it is. Three hours of Monday Night Raw. Now it's time for my letter grade. So I gave it a B last week. I'm going to downgrade it just to a B minus. I'm not getting into the C's. Um, I really love that they're putting Bobby Lashley in this position and kind of highlighted this episode around him because the man deserves it. He put, he put Raw on his back when he led the Hurt Business over the past year throughout the whole pandemic. So he deserves to be in this position. That's really the whole emphasis around my grade and my emphasis around this entire show. It's all about Bobby Lashley. It's all about the almighty. Um, and yeah, we got, like I said, we got a couple more weeks to build towards the pay-per-view on January 1st. But for now, I will continue with my Raw recaps and I will talk to y'all next week.